Hello, hello to this uh, program again. Got to find new ways of starting the show. It's always the same thing, right? Hmm. Find not a new, peppier ways of starting the show. Yep, I already have the number. Uh, I'm not sure if I should speak of anything else. I don't know. In terms of leaving, probably try to find a, a new home this week, a new place. That's in the works. My brother's birthday is today. It's uh, tomorrow. And yeah, spoken um, extensively with him today already. So yeah, there's that. What else? Pretty much it. Trying to keep a keep a good thing running, you know. Trying to keep afloat. So I have the number already. So <coughs> let's just reveal it because my curiosity is very high. It's ninety three. Okay. <laughs> Thought about listening to this album just literally fifteen minutes ago. I had the thought, oh, I should listen to Pine Grove. I have a tattoo idea as well that it's the album cover of this record. It's a tattoo that I will probably probably do in the future. I have two nowadays if you want to know. I, I'm going to do the third one, probably something related to either Bon Iver or this particular record. Um, we have... So, okay. Well, what do we have in here uh, in terms of what the band is and what genre it contains itself in and the different flavors that can be um, perceived uh, with this particular record specifically um, not going to too much onto the other ones from them because I, I do not know them this one is like a, a f favorite of mine uh, from a very specific time in my life I started listening to this right after uh, my, my breakup I do have some other albums from that time sort of which ones I will not attempt to try to see because I, I do remember speaking about that sort of thing before uh, that I that I knew something right at the breakup so but anyhow this one in particular um, it's the one that if I remember that time I will remember this album probably because it was like very much um, on the I wouldn't even say roller coaster of what happened. It was just, yeah, I was, I was picking the pieces sort of as I was uh, enjoying this record as well. Uh, what we can describe, I think it's a four piece. It's a pretty much a sort of indie rock that holds a candle to both uh, alternative early 90s such as you, you you can say some of the the, the grunge era the more smashing pumpkins than nirvana i would say uh but even in that comparison doesn't really um track very well so I'll probably I'll, i would probably say that um the earliest side of emo uh from the mid 90s uh, you can include like uh, Talking Back Sunday. You can include Sunny Day Real Estate, Wizard from the Pinkerton era as well. It has a lot of similarities uh, towards that album specifically. So it's a very 
um, surrounded by by melancholy right there is a fog in the album that speaks of melancholy and it speaks of loneliness as well but it, it comes from from the side of with with the sound of a sort of pop punk emo idea but not high intensity like the similarities with the with those genres they don't translate very well in the sound itself so it, it does have electric guitar and it does have a lot of this distortion rock classic rock and roll dis distortion you can say but it, it it's not it, it's more on the vocal delivery from the main vocalist that the emo comes true right in in they hold a candle they have their influences as such uh pixies pavement uh some fugazi some late fugazi probably and uh dinosaur jr and and silver Ju jews as well and and sabadu so uh, uh, bands from the early 90s that trend they they kind of uh, walked in between college rock and indie alternative 80s indie pop, sort of. That's sort of much of the rock and roll, uh, hardcore oriented side of things, though. So that's that's the in, in terms of genre, that's the 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 line that connects them both, right? The the hardcore and early alternative, uh, alternative from the early 90s and pine grove right so that's the line that you tr that you trace there um let's see what other influences I, I i know there is a little bit of americana in there too um there is a little bit of an influence in their uh regard as well let me just yeah so yeah that comes through the americana feeling comes through with the banjo instrumentation uh, it does have that sort of different colors to it as well, so you can probably trace that back to, you know, whoever uh, merged rock and roll and Irish folk, which is probably the the, the Pogues, right? Um, that managed to do that at first. So you you have the presence of that and a more um, some acoustic elements as well are thrown in there quite often. Uh, so I remember that being a characteristic of that record. So it's not; it, it has a plural um, palette of sounds in terms of instruments, uh, and not necessarily. I don't think any anything regarding horns or or strings. I think that it it keeps itself in the folk, alternative rock, emo adjacent sort of thing. It's not very theatrical. It's not like pretentious at all it's very uh you can i wouldn't say mean potatoes because the, the compositions come through in a very very uh, intense way uh, but more cathartic cathartic sort of uh, sense you know um, the, the songs are poppy and and and, and catchy uh, but they do have that characteristic of 
breaking from one thing to the other and try to do something different with the next track it has that ability i i surely probably we need to revisit that particular record probably it's a very short album so i might do that today and and speak more more yeah let's do that now. so how to listen to it just now listen to three tracks um overall impressions are coming back fresh from having listened to it um, I didn't remember being so lyrically dense, so it actually has a lot of, uh, it's not just verse, chorus, you know, it's not repetitive at all, so he kind of, uh, the narratives that he builds, you know, it's kind of like a short film of sorts, you know, there is very, very strong imagery in there, and I, I heard a description, um, I read a description right now that um, said that the album, um, it's very show don't tell and that's precisely yeah precisely what it is it's a review on their uh, band camp that i opened here and yeah it's a very um imagetic sort of narrative from the the main lyricist there and also those influences of uh, americana also got corroborated by the the listening that i just that i just did so you have sort of um, new young, very electric, f new young phase being an influence there. Very very greedy side of country, and the very greedy side of of blues as well. Uh, those two styles and, and and ways of making music they kind of shine through the compositions too, and the instrumentation because it's way more organic and less rock and roll distortion overdrive oriented so it's it's very subtle in that sense as well it's a band that does um late revival emo in a very acoustic and in in a subtle and gentle way so that's probably how i can describe them the best because uh, they are definitely attached to emo movements such as The World is a Beautiful Place, uh, which is a famous band as well from the same sort of era that came up on the same sort of 2015-ish. Uh, and you have also more baseball, and you can put the hotelier in there as well. You can put some, uh, some mid midwest emo revival from the mid 2010s you know it lumps together with pine grove uh they kind of detour in a way kind of doing their own thing as well but pretty much a part of that solid community right and let's get some lyrics in here because there are quite a lot of things to be said uh, especially by aphasia <coughs> Phasia, it's a very special song for me. Um, it causes a lot of different, not different sort of emotion, but it, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to touch upon that. Let's let's see if I can. So, uh, aphasia, obviously, it's a condition that makes you eventually stop speaking or having a lot of trouble 
speaking or maybe shying away from from doing that entirely because of that i'm not really sure how it works uh if it's uh, uh i think it's mainly connected to stutters and that sort of thing might be the case i'm not really sure or, or maybe just a mental uh state caused by mental men, uh, mental troubles probably could be I'm so satisfied. I said a lot of things tonight. Uh, so long aphasia and the way it keeps me hiding. So alludes to that sort of sort of embarrassment that can that can bring. You know, maybe the condition can can bring some sort of you know grief in that sense. Entirely possible, right? That that's the case. It's not so much exactly all the words I use. It's more that I was somehow down to let them lose so it's it describes a a feeling of w winning some you know big words in there or he eventually got to speak after you know the uh, an episode of aphasia i'm not entirely sure how how it, it would work as well if that comes in episodes and i don't know uh so complicated i can wait to get explaining <coughs> so you're listening this thing Distended out since I've been crying. So long aphasia in the ways it kept me hidden. So long to silent nerves and hesitant oblivion. So it's just building upon that uh, theme of now, you know, doing what the song is doing, you know. Um, didn't bring anything new to the table here in terms of how the sensation of having aphasia uh, affects him it's just that it's complicated and there's some crying involved as well and yeah it says goodbye to aphasia it says it's so long aphasia unclear so it's <coughs> the, the, the 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 style of songwriting of this particular um style of lyrics of that of this particular <coughs> composer is to break everything into pieces and just flash some um, resemblance of a character or a story. So it's uh, you seeing like uh, someone from afar, but it's all through broken glass, you know. You and you can see fragments of the of what's going on, but you can't really detail anything else, right? It's not clear in that sense. It's it's very fr it's fragmented essentially. What I'm trying to say. Which is sort of the state of someone who either has a condition that doesn't let me doesn't let him explain what he wants to explain, or uh, there is a dream a theme throughout the album of uh, finally letting the the other one go. You know, there's also that sort of it, it, it can fragment you, uh, it can fragment you in many ways, right? Uh, having that piece cut off you you know in the, in the sense of a breakup and, and all that uh i there is definitely that sort of theme in here uh more love oriented sort of uh, you know let, let me let, so another verse says something tonight was such a letdown on my pride it takes a part of me i don't i don't got to take some things in stride it's very wordy it's very dense all of the all of the verses and all that like the the you know the phrases uh, i don't know how that's called 
Um, I would pace around the place, so quiet in myself. I would, wa I would wake the next and see my silent silence went unfelt. Uh, that was a terrible reading there. I'm sorry for that. But um, it, 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 it speaks to the sense of being ignored, of not, of not making any difference because you don't have your your speak, right? You don't have... So the, the, the guy itself doesn't have that condition. He came clear about that. Uh, I've saw it in an interview released. I said, no, I don't, I don't suffer from that. But it's sort of like using aphasia as a backdrop or a overall thing, right? And, and something medical, you know, to explain how someone feels when they don't have a say in what's, what's going to happen in their love life or life in general, you know? It's sort of the... Uh, and it's it certainly turns itself very romantic that the, the song, because at the end it's like a proclamation of not needing someone's love or not defining yourself by the one you're thinking of, right? And that's the hammers the point home with the using aphasia as sort of a of a lens to that sort of feeling, right? Which is universal and playing with the specific, you get a neat combination there, a neat thematically com them, uh, thematic combination. So should I, should I get another one? I was very impressed by visiting, although old friends is pretty, pretty, pretty nice. So there is a very clear example here of that sort of fragmented uh, ways of looking to a story, right? If you smash the screen and then you see just a few pieces of what's going on that's sort of like the poetic strategy of of uh evan here it's his name uh the lyricist and so he's just describing uh wh where is it i saw yeah so walking out in the nighttime springtime nearly my way home so you know that's neat as well it's a neat image you know of someone needling their way home you know there's just a very clear path there very very nice uh, uh word choice in that i saw leah on the bus a few months ago i saw some old friends at her funeral so th that's sort of the fragmented uh sort of just nonchalantly just throwing something there because i saw leah on the bus a, a few months ago it's certainly a memory that came before he went to the funeral, so he leaves the revelation of her death, right? Something so um, uh, big attached to a fragment of a memory because there is nothing that's really happening on that. It just saw someone, right? We can we can definitely conjure uh, in our imagination just seeing someone that you saw, you know, that you know. So, and, and it's interesting how he, how he does that uh, commenting, you know, uh, essentially to her death as well, just presenting that character, um, but not presenting anything at all about it. You know, it's like interest, very interesting choice. Uh, a lot of very, very good choices in in terms of poetic, uh, in terms of how to convey things in a poetic and casual and fragmented way. This album conquers a lot of that sort of um sort of idea 
lyrically speaking. And yeah, it's just a gem of an album. It's a, a highly emotional record. Uh, it does the instrumentation in a way. I was alluding before to the fact that um, it, it, it tends to pull the rug a little bit from from song to song. I think that's more inside of inside of the song. It might have a part of it that it's way more bare in instrumentation, right? Way, 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 way bare instrumentation. Mainly just one percussive element and a guitar and as you go along and, and you reach the, 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 the climax of things as you would expect um, way more instrumentation comes in right so it's very rich in that sense as well um, very very high praise I, I, I do have to, to uh, take off the hat to this album I think that he touches on a very specific uh, way of looking at things. Um, it's sort of like I I need I, I I let me force hope out of stuff. You know, it, it has that look into things quite surprisingly. Um, you know, through the f the the the, melan the melancholic fog fog that there is in the album you find those sort of moments that oh i should i should call my parents when i think of them should i tell my friends when i love them you know it's sort of it has those sort of statements about uh, there's going to be a day where this is not such a daunting thing to carry you know sort of whatever that might be um it's pretty much reflective on whoever's listening right in my case i did read quite a lot on, on uh, of this record as being that sort of loss of a romantic um, person, right? And it's always sort of that thing for me up until then. then, Because, you know, every time I do find some sort of disappointment, which is often, uh, when I find some sort of disappointment, I do, you know, those things, they come back to it. Elliot Smith or... Pine Grove, you know, Jeff Buckley, Nick Drake, you know, those sort of uh, very g grieving sort of moment to yourself sort of record, you know? And that's pretty much the characteristics of all this. It helped me, it was there. It helped me when I got the, the worst part of that of of the whole thing which i'm completely fine with you know in terms of having sorted most of everything out it was you know i i do have the story in my head and i did so i processed that probably completely you know i would hope so i think so i think so oh actually kind of uh, it's the anniversary of the breakup actually today uh today is the day that, that i well eventually was decided that i was moving out of the of of the house hey happy birthday because huh? today is 24th of october i know that i my first day actually out of the house was the 20 25th which is my brother's birthday which is tomorrow so i make that connection that and my parents were in sydney at that time as well so that was the period of time that they 
they spending here with you know obviously his birthday as well and yeah that's it i think that's it i performed improv comedy yesterday apparently it was good apparently it was 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 a nice thing apparently it worked you know i'm i'm proud of it i want to do more and yeah, I, li i like the people as well it was pretty you know oh that's a nice territory to if i'm if i'm able to invest in i'll probably i'll probably do and that's it uh that's it thank you thanks for listening and get this album yeah listen to that to this record it's it's quite good it's quite good bye